ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون اللهم صل على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما صليت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم وبارك على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما باركت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم في العالمين انك حميد مجيد اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار بهم بفريزن الله سبحانه وتعالى وبفريزن من واسس هيلب ان يسيك اس فورغيفنس ان يسيك رافجن الله فروم ذا ايفل انسايد اس اند فروم ذا ايفل كونسيكونسز اوف اور باد اكشنز Whoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guides, no one can misguide. And whoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala leaves to go astray, no one can guide. I testify that the reason we got to be worshipped by Allah and Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is our master, the messenger of Allah. He was the most educated person about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who said that Allah does not sleep. And it does not befit His majesty that He sleeps. He lowers the scale and, and raises them. The deeds of the day will be resurrected to Him before the deeds of the night. and the deeds of the night to be resurrected to him before the deeds of the day hijabuhun nur his veil is light if he were to remove this veil the light that comes from his face subhanahu wa ta'ala will burn all the creation brothers and sisters the messenger of allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said in a hadith reported by anas ibn malik radiyallahu anhu he said thalath man kunna fihi وجد حلاوة الإيمان. Whoever possesses three qualities will find the sweetness of faith. And he says, أن يكون الله ورسوله أحب إليه مما سواهما. That he loves Allah and His Messenger more than he loves anybody else. He loves someone for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa taala. And the third, that he hates to go to disbelief as much as he would hate to be thrown in fire. If you look at the first sentence of the hadith it says that to love Allah and his messenger more than you love anybody else. And the first part of the first sentence to love Allah more than you love anybody else. And loving Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is mandatory upon us. Loving Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is one of the condition of being a believer, of being a Muslim. To testify that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala exists. to recognize the blessings and the favors of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon you. Imam al-Ghazali rahimahullah in his book, Ihya'u Ulum al-Din, in a chapter on loving Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he said, love, love has causes, they are the blessings. And if the blessings and the favors that you receive from people in comparison to the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, consider to be absolutely nothing. Because the blessings and the, and the favors of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are numerous. You cannot count them. وَإِن تَعُدُّوا نِعْمَةَ اللَّهِ لَا تُحْصُوهَا 
If you try to count the blessings and the favors of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon you, you will fail to do so. And the second part of the first sentence, to love the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam more than anybody else. And we know also that this is another condition of being a believer, of being a Muslim, to believe in the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That his belief or believing in him is mandatory upon every individual. That belief is not complete without it. That Islam only valid with it. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala linked believers Believe in him with believing the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So you have to love him. And your love has to be expressed in your actions, in your words. You know, you have to have the genuine love of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. You know, we know in reality when you love someone, you do everything that pleases the beloved. And you will turn away or keep away from the things that, that you know that your beloved hates. And the Sahaba of the Messenger of Allah وسلم, demonstrated this love. They give the greatest example of love in the Messenger of Allah Some We know that some of them actually loved the same food that the Prophet loved. Like Anas ibn Malik and Abu Ayyub al-Ansari and others. Abu Ayyub al-Ansari, he hosted the Messenger of Allah for seven months when he migrated from Mecca to Medina. And one time he brought food to Rasulullah Rasulullah did not touch the food. And Abu Ayyub got scared and he went to the Prophet and he says, Ya Rasulullah, is it haram? Is it wrong? Is something wrong with the food? He said, no, it has garlic and I just, I don't like garlic. This is the response of the true lover. He said, and I dislike what you dislike, O Messenger of Allah. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. We know that Abdullah ibn Abbas and ibn Ja'far and Sayyidina al-Hasan, radiallahu anhum, they used to go to Umm Salama after the departure of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam used to ask her to cook food for them similar to that which the Prophet loved. We know that Sayyidina Abdullah ibn Umar he used to wear leather sandals and he used to apply oil to his hair since the moment he saw Rasulullah doing that. So they loved the Messenger of Allah dearly. They loved the Messenger of Allah They expressed that in their words, in their actions. They loved him because he was a Quran walking on earth. They loved him because his love for the Quran, reciting the Quran, being guided by the Quran, adapting its manners. As Aisha said radiallahu anha, kana khuluquhu al-Quran, that his character sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was the Quran. And also the gentleness of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa the forbearance of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi his forgiveness was also evident and clear and apparent in his life, in his biography, in his statements. He said sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives with gentleness that which he does not give with violence. And he said sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, shouldn't I tell you about qualities for which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will raise your level in paradise? They said, bala ya Rasulullah. He said sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, treat those who act in an ignorant manner with forbearance. And to forgive those who oppress you. And to give those who deprive you. And to keep ties to those who cut you off. So hard. Right? It's so hard. Look at this. Seriously. Just think about it. Just think about it for a minute. <coughs> Treat the people who act in an ignorant manner with gentleness, with forbearance. 
many of us can actually do that? How many human beings actually can do that, regardless of their faith? How many? How many actually will forgive those who oppress them? How many of us would actually keep ties to those who cut us off? How many of us will actually give those who deprive us? How many? But this is Islam and it's not easy. And this is the guideline of the Messenger of Allah This is what he said and this is what he taught us. In the Quran also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَإِن تَعْفُوا أَقْرَبُوا لِلتَّقْوَى But if you forgive, it is closer to righteousness. He said, وَالْكَاظِمِينَ الْغَيْضَ وَالْعَافِينَ عَنِ النَّاسِ And those who control their anger, and those who forgive people, they pardon their mistakes, they overlook their errors. وَاللَّهُ يُحِبُّ الْمُحْسِنِينَ And Allah loves those who do good. Allah loves those who forgive others. He said, Just rebel the evil with what is better. And what is better than evil? Good. To forgive. To treat them well. That's what he said. So knowing that about Allah, knowing that about the rulings of Allah, knowing that about the messenger of Allah, about His mercy, about His forgiveness. It is so sad to see people... See, people who don't know too much about Islam, they don't have the probable knowledge of Islam, got provoked, got agitated by some cartoonists, and they ended up killing them. Claiming, falsely claiming, they were defending the image of Rasulullah And let me tell you something, Wallahi, they have done nothing but defaming the image of our Prophet They've done nothing but destroying the reputation of Rasulullah They've done nothing but humiliating us. Wallahi, and the Muslims all over the world now, as a result, are suffering from this. Innocent people were killed, including a Frenchman who was a policeman, a cop, a Muslim. A Muslim cop was killed. The cartoon that they worried about too much is now all over the internet and being published by many other papers. Islamophobia now is widely accepted. The hashtag kill all Muslims is all over the internet. So they, they caused a service to Islam and to the Prophet wasallam and to us. Mosques, masajid, Islamic centers were actually attacked. The Islamic center of Pittsburgh since Wednesday, we have been receiving harassing emails and phone calls from ignorant people. That's what happened as a result. So these people, they were not defending the honor of Rasulullah wasallam. They did exactly the opposite, absolutely the opposite. Destroying the image of Islam and the image of Rasulullah And some people also they say, well, well, we heard about the penalty of insulting our Prophet and our tradition. And, and we read that here and there and a scholar here and there said that the, the penalty is that. No, I'll say this over and that. Some people they get upset at me, but I really don't care. They get upset at me when they say that. But seriously, I don't care. You know, you are not to read on your own. Especially when you come to some sensitive, some controversial things. Go to scholars. Go to people who have more knowledge. You know, some people they said, well, Ibn al-Akhtal, the Prophet ﷺ killed him. Yes, this man was actually an enemy of the state. He done more than just defaming or insulting our Prophet ﷺ. 
He was an enemy of the state and he'd done terrible things against Islam, not specifically against the Messenger of Allah Aisha radiallahu anha, she says, Man taqama, man taqama nafsihi but he never took revenge for a personal matter. He never took revenge for a personal matter. Sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, why didn't he kill the man who came and he says, Assamu alaykum? And Sam means death and wrath and the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be upon you. And it was invocation against the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. As well as the man who came and he says, Well, this portion, this division is not done for the cause of Allah. When he divided some, some gifts amongst his companions, one of them said, That was not done for the sake of Allah. He got actually offended by it. But he said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Moses, peace be upon him. He got offended by more than that. But he endured it patiently. This is what he said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Why didn't he kill the hypocrites who used to inflict harm upon him in many cases? Brothers and sisters, the Prophet Muhammad used to draw the people's hearts to Islam since its outset. He used to teach people about Islam, he used to make them love Islam and comply with their moods, with their situations. He used to say to his companions, لَقَدْ بُعِثْتُمْ وَيَسِّرِينَ That you have been sent with glad tidings. And you have not been sent to turn people away from their religion. Make things easy for people. And do not cause them to flee. This is what he said Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. When he was asked to allow some of his companions to kill Abdullah ibn Ubay ibn Salul, he refused. Why did he refuse? Why did he refuse sallallahu alayhi wasallam? He said, I don't want people to say that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam is killing his people. He was worried about his reputation. He was worried about his image. He was worried about what would people say about him. Why don't we get it? Why don't some people get it? Why do we, we're not being concerned about the things that concern the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? His image, his reputation in front of Muslims and non-Muslims. And Abdullah ibn Ubay ibn Salul was one of the worst enemies of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He targeted the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam from day one, since the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam migrated from Mecca to Medina. He was the one who spread the false rumor about Aisha radiallahu anha, falsely claiming that she committed adultery. He actually forgave him. He forgave him. What other insult more than just insulting somebody's wife? And he sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he asked the Muslims, what would you say about someone who's insulting my wife? And they said, who is it, O Messenger of Allah? We'll kill him right now. And he said, no. And he laughed. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. But he wanted people to be aware of that. But he was also someone who was concerned about his image. He was concerned about his rebellion in front of everybody, Muslims and non-Muslims. Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, brothers and sisters, he kept good terms with polytheists. He endured their harm patiently. He overlooked their mistakes and their errors. This is what we know about the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Now Abdullah ibn Ubay ibn Salul, when he died, after all these things he said about Rasulullah Sallallahu all the troubles and the hard times that he gave to Rasulullah Sallallahu when he died his son came and he asked Rasulullah Sallallahu for his garment to shroud his father in it. And Rasulullah Sallallahu gave it to him. 
And he says, Would you also pray for him, O Messenger of Allah? He said, I will pray for him. This is the Messenger of Allah وسلم, that we know. And as much as we condemn this senseless violence, as much as we condemn this barbaric act, we also have to say that, that this violence is not happening in a vacuum. And this is not to justify this act, nor to sympathize in ourselves to these criminals, but to say or simply clarify that this is a two-way street. They said it was about human rights or freedom of speech. But was it really about freedom of speech? I mean, freedom of speech is one of the greatest human rights. The first amendment of, of our country is a beautiful testimony to the greatness and the ideals of this country. We know that many people in the past have died to acquire these rights. But again, what happened in Paris, was that really about human rights? Or the freedom of speech? We know that there are some countries, they have a law against the denial of the Holocaust. We know also that here in this country, there is a law against defaming someone racially in public. You cannot do that. It's a crime. And we also know there are things they are not considered to be law, but nobody will dare to do them. You cannot go to Homewood and say certain words. Why? Because you have to pay the consequences. And if you go to Umwood and say something and get beat up, nobody's going to wonder why you got beat up. Because there is some consequences. Would any sane person, would any sane person, regardless of his background or tradition or culture, be okay with a cartoon mocking the Jews, being burned and slaughtered? Would any sane person be okay with a cartoon showing people in this tragic event in 9-11 falling off these buildings? The answer is absolutely not. And alhamdulillah, none of this happened. Alhamdulillah. Why? Why did it happen? Because we, we recognize that we have sensitivities. We cannot do these things. But why can't we just recognize it also with the believers? Brothers and sisters, any idea, any tradition, any religion, any can be criticized, including Islam. It's actually fair. It's fair. It's fair to criticize Islam. It's fair to examine Islam. It's fair. Most of our brothers and sisters who converted to Islam, they had that before they converted. They criticized their religion. And I think it's really fair. But do it in a more civilized way. Write a piece if you're, you're capable, if you have the knowledge to write a book about Islam. If you don't believe in Islam and you want to tell people that Islam is not true religion, write, write an intellectual piece or a book to describe or to show your, your, your opinion about that. Or to express your thoughts about that. But making fun of others, insulting others, insulting somebody who's dear to them, is this is the society that we want to be in? 
Like somebody, a few months ago, I was talking about that. I was traveling, I was talking about that. And then he said to me, well, I'm, I'll be okay if you insult my mother. That's what he said. I said, well, so you want me to insult your mother? You will insult mine? Is that the society that you want to be in? But some people, they're okay with that. I'm going to finish with this. The Prophet Muhammad wasallam. some people, including Abu Lahab's wife, they used to call him Mudhammim. And Mudhammim in Arabic means shameful. And it's close to the word Muhammad, the name Muhammad. Rasulullah saw how his companions were angered. They became furious when they heard that. From her and from also some other tribes after they actually moved to Medina, after they migrated to Medina. They used to call the Prophet Mudhammim. But see how Rasulullah looked at it. He said, SubhanAllah, it's amazing how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protects me from the ignorance of others. They call in someone by the name Mudhammim. And my name is Muhammad. Simple is that. Some people, they think what happened with the cartoon was just the first time that happened that somebody insulted the Prophet People insulted the Prophet during his time. People who knew him very well. He grew up amongst them. They called him a liar. They called him a magician. They called him all kinds of things. But what did he do? He was patient. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to him, وَاصْبِرْ عَلَى مَا يَقُولُونَ وَهْجُرْهُمْ هَجْرًا جَمِيلًا Be patient. No matter what they say about you. No matter what they say about you. Be patient. وَهْجُرْهُمْ Part away from them in a beautiful way. In a beautiful way. وَهْجُرْهُمْ هَجْرًا جَمِيلًا This is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said to our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And the Sahaba companions also, and, and the, the Prophets, I mean read the Qur'an. Nuh, the Prophet Nuh alayhi salam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَكُلَّمَا مَرَّ عَلَيْهِ مَلَأٌ مِّنْ قَوْمِهِ سَخِرُوا Every time that a group of people passed by him when he was building the ark, سَخِرُوا They start to laugh, mock him, laugh at him, insult him. And some of the things they used to say, Ah, oh, ya Nuh, you were a prophet yesterday, today you're a carpenter, what are you doing? Why did you take it to the shore? Where is no water? They start to make fun of him. Prophets and the messengers were insulted. And the Prophet Muhammad is no exception, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told him to be patient. From the people before you, from the polytheists. But if you're patient, if you're patient, if you endure patience and righteousness, that's the root, the root of this matter. This is the root of our religion. So if you really want to defend the honor of the Messenger of Allah how about embodying the prophetic guidance of the Messenger of Allah Mercy, compassion, gentleness, forbearance. الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله اللهم اغفر لنا ذنوبنا وإسرافنا في أمرنا وثبت أقدمنا وانصرنا على قوم الكافرين Brothers and sisters, it's a good time to be a Muslim Wallahi, it's a good time to be a Muslim To actually feel that 
and Sayyidina Umar bin Khattab when he became Muslim. He became Muslim after seven years, seven years of Islam. And then he saw how people were being persecuted, being tortured. He became Muslim. The first thing he wanted to experience is that persecution. He wanted to be treated just like how the Muslims are being treated. You know, he went to Abu Jahl and he knocked on his door and he said, don't you know I became a Muslim? He went to all the elites and the leaders of Quraysh, tried to agitate them, tried to get something back. I became Muslim, don't you, don't you know I became Muslim? And what did they do? They just, you know, may Allah ruin your day as you ruined ours. So it's, it's really a good time to be a Muslim. Be patient, be patient. Don't watch too much news actually. Don't watch too much news, especially at night. Don't. I mean, what's happening right now is Fox News and CNN and all these things. Wallahi, it's the same propaganda that was used against the Jews before the Holocaust. Seriously, seriously, that's what's happening. I watched a video on YouTube the other day, a lady, she's a judge. I said, what kind of judge is that? She started with, kill them, kill them all. And I looked at her face and her eyes, and I said, oh my God, I'll be scared to be in a room alone with this woman. So don't watch, don't watch any of this. Be patient. This is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said to His Messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam. You know, and try, to, this is the time to educate yourself about Islam. Wallahi, this is the time to learn the seerah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam in depth. We heard about the, the young man in Cincinnati and what happened, and another person. And it's just like happening over and over and over again. And it looks like it's not going to stop. You know, now the word is very small. You know, people can go online and they hear all these terrible ideas, you know, from ISIS, from here, from there. So this is the time to actually educate yourself and educate your children and build a bridge between you and your children and talk to them about these matters. They need to hear from you. They need to hear these things from you. They need you to talk to them at home about these things because they're going to listen to others talking about these things somewhere else. So this is really the time, this is really the time to educate yourself about your religion. To know the seerah of Rasulullah the life of the Messenger of Allah, to study it in depth. You know, how many of us actually have been talking to others who are not Muslims at work or neighbors about Islam? How many of us, you know, invited their neighbors who are not Muslims for dinner? Let's just have dinner and talk. Let's just have dinner and talk about Islam. Or are we just running away from this? I mean, if we're not defending Islam, I mean, I'm tired. I'm tired of it. Wallahi, I'm tired of defending or clarifying or trying to to defend or reason and, and defend my religion and clarify my religion to others. But this is, it is what it is. You have to do it. You have to do it. So this is the time I say this and 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 I say this اللهم اجعل هذا الجمع جمعا مرحوما وتفرقنا من بعده تفرقا معصوما ولا تجعل فينا ولا حولنا شقيا ولا محوما والله يعشي to honor us as you honor the righteous people before us والله يعشي to protect us from laziness and from inability والله يعشي to strengthen our faith especially during this time and support our brothers and sisters who recently became Muslims and support all human beings and support everybody and help our brothers and sisters who died overseas from a 
Ebola and from other diseases. Amin, amin, amin. Subhanahu wa rabbika rabbil izzati amma sifun. Wa salamun ala mursaleen. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Wa qidusun.